If you invest using exchange-traded funds, you've come to the right place. This is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, the vice chairman at Vetify, which is the successor site to ETFtrends.com. But it's not the same site just with new labeling. No, no, no. There is a lot more to it. There's a bevy of new data and research and a whole lot of things that are going to help you be an even better ETF investor at Vetify.com. But if you want to be a great ETF investor, you need to talk to Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify, my guest. Tom, welcome back. Thanks, Chuck. Great to be back. Your ETF of the week is... The X-Trackers S&P 500 ESG ETF, ticker symbol SNPE. Snipe, SNPE, the X-Trackers S&P 500 ESG ETF. So this is an ESG take on the S&P 500. What is the impetus for it being ETF of the week right now? Chuck, we haven't talked about ESG in a while. Frankly, as we're surveying advisors in the last year, the demand for ESG-related investments has actually fallen off. It was really, really hot two and three years ago. But I think with rising interest rates, inflation, the threat to the fixed income marketplace, and also the equity marketplace... It wasn't as important to most advisors, and we saw that through not only polls that we and surveys that we sent out to advisors, but also flows that you saw that kind of slowed down in this area. However, that being said, we're focusing on this ETF today because it just had its three-year track record. And come to find out, over the three-year period, starting June 26, 2019, S&PE is up 12.76% when the S&P 500 index is up 10.85%. So it's actually beaten it by almost 200 basis points. And that's in a period where we saw huge run-up in energy and commodities, which tend to be underweighted in areas like ESG-focused strategies. So it's important to bring that to the surface that While you're invested and while you have an allocation in S&P 500 correlated mutual funds or ETFs, ESG is something that's going to be with us for an extended period of time. You and I have talked about how over in Europe, ESG is embraced a lot more than it is in the US and we've got a long way to go to catch up. But at the same time, just because We're talking about things that are good, like improving the environment, the social aspect of investing, the governments and the principles behind that are also really key and critical. It's forcing all companies to up their game to make sure that their ESG ratings, if they're not strong, that they're corrected and become strong. And those that are strong maintain those levels going forward. So it was a great opportunity to bring this up because when you look at the S&P 500 and you look at SNPE, there's not a better way to invest in the S&P 500 with that ESG tilt than this ETF. We should point out, in case anybody's getting lost in the jargon, ESG is investing based on environmental, social, and governance principles. It's the modern evolution of what started as social investing or socially responsible investing. 
it's interesting that trend that you noticed where people are moving away from ESG. Whenever the market is going gangbusters, everybody's like, yes, invest with my values and do whatever. And then when the market starts to struggle, people are like, oh, heck, I just want to make money. The interesting thing to me about this fund is that it kind of breaks some of the molds that people think. People think if you're going to invest in ESG, you have extra screens. Those extra screens cost money. It's going to mean my expenses are more. This is a fund, and we very seldom talk expense ratios on ETFs, but this is a 0.1 expense ratio. By comparison, the SPY, the Spider S&P 500 Trust, is 0.095. So they're almost the same. I mean, it's a, a very small difference. And yet, this fund over the last three years has outperformed the SPY in both good and bad markets. So it kind of proves that point that you can be a social investor and wind up still having good performance, not sacrificing performance or paying too much. But here's the other side. When you're looking at ESG, this is what I guess we have to come up with a new term. This is like an agnostic ESG fund. In other words, some ESG funds are investing with values. They're like, we're green investors. We're whatever. This fund isn't that. There's no values behind here, right? It's just principles. You're right, Chuck. And you're kind of getting into something that's also been on the front pages of the financial news, which is the SEC is looking at this whole ESG space because what's been going on is they call a lot of greenwashing. Because there's demand for ESG, a lot of asset managers have said, well, we have ESG versions of our asset management strategies because we do this and this and this and this. And it's not the same from one asset manager to another. So the SEC is looking at this and saying, should we have standards that are adopted by all asset managers in the definition of ESG? They haven't come to conclusions yet, but they are concerned that it's just another way to put in a label on their strategies that may make them look better than they actually are, when in fact they may not be maintaining standards or the same level of standards from one asset manager to another. So more of this is going to be coming down the road for sure as ESG continues to be popular. But to your point, ESG does not mean high fees. It doesn't mean giving up performance. And SNPE is a great example. One more important thing here. You and I almost always talk about where does a fund fit in with a portfolio? Well, the truth is, if it's the first time you've heard about this fund, you probably have S&P 500 exposure. I know you're not going to say, hey, just throw out your old funds, et cetera. But we have an interesting situation this year. We have a market that's down. If somebody wanted to go with SNPE and they want to get towards ESG investing, is this a time where if you've got some losses in your more recent investments, you maybe do some selective selling, take a tax loss on your S&P 500 fund, and then reinvest the money into an ESG S&P 500 fund? Is that maybe how you want to use this fund as well? Take advantage of the tax situation? Well, it's a great point, Chuck. If you don't have a ESG allocation, but you're interested in the principles for all the right reasons, and in the last year, you're actually down in allocations that you've invested in S&P correlated, highly correlated asset classes, that, that would make all the sense in the world. So to your point, look, There are a lot of people who have done very well with the S&P 500, especially coming out of the financial crisis. We talk about this all the time. 
it was really, really hard to beat, especially with a high percentage allocation to the FANG stocks and, and the Teslas and the Microsofts of the world that did really, really well. But that being said, the S&P has pulled back like most asset classes have this year. And those FANG stocks and the Teslas and the Microsofts collectively have underperformed the S&P. So you may see a situation here where you can allocate to an ESG ETF like SNPE, take advantage of, of losses that you may have had in the last year, and then further diversify, making sure that you're along with the rest of knowledgeable investors, that ESG is going to be a part of our investing programs into the future. We're not going backwards. And if you're moving forward and you're looking for ESG on your S&P 500 funds, this is an interesting one. It's Snipe, S&PE, the X-Trackers, S&P 500 ESG ETF, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify, vetify vetify.com, and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me and my show, which you can learn all about by going to moneylifeshow.com or by searching for it on your favorite podcast app. Vetify.com is the successor site to ETFtrends.com. That, of course, Tom Lydon's original site, a long history of doing all things ETF-related. Well, now there's even more there, more data, more research, and more. You should check it out at Vetify.com, on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. Tom Lydon, the vice chairman of Vetify, my guest, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Ensure you don't miss a one by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. We will see you again next week. And until we do, happy investing, everybody.